have this. A non-starter in Nevada, majority of Republican primary voters last night checked the box for none of these candidates over Nikki Haley Mm -hmm. by more than two to one. Former President Trump is not on that ballot, so onward we roll to the next phase. I I, I remain deeply troubled, though. They leave the border open as a political strategy, and they uh, allow Vladimir Putin uh, his dream of possibly one day being able to march into Kiev because they won't fund Ukraine. And you do wonder. I, I know there have to be serious House Republicans in there, and I do wonder when they're going to stand up and speak out and say, we let Putin take Georgia in 2008. So he went into Ukraine in 2014. He went in again a couple of years ago. And after after we sit back and give him Ukraine, he'll then go after Poland. He'll then go after the Balkan states. And in their in their eyes, I mean, they'll have Donald Trump in the White House who will gladly let Putin do that. Like we, this is this is the worst invasion since World War Two on the continent of Europe. And Republicans are saying, take it. I am so glad that you're connecting all the dots because, of course, you know, that was a, you know, shambolic clown car we saw yesterday um, that, you know, we really you know, yesterday was peak Republican dysfunction. But. The collateral damage is going to be immense, you know, with the border, with Ukraine, with Israel, with our image in the world, with our relationship with our allies. So on the one hand, you're seeing these bad performance artists like Marjorie Taylor Greene spend their time on this this sort of, of thing. You know, as and you, you see the, the ongoing audition for the favor of, of Donald Trump. But meanwhile, there are real world consequences to all of this. I mean, that was an embarrassing day. It was a humiliating day. It was a shameful day. But unfortunately to your question, I'm not sure that you know, this this party, um, you know, has the capacity to say, hey, this is just wrong. Um, this is not who we are. I have to admit that like everybody else, I was surprised by that vote. I was surprised that Mike Gallagher finally found a backbone and decided to stand up against him. And I imagine that the pressure on him is going to be absolutely intense uh, between now and next week on the Mayorkas uh, impeachment. But you can't unring a bell. You can't undo the humiliating embarrassment that you saw yesterday, the dysfunction and the inability of the Republican Party to uh, be a serious governing party was on full display all day yesterday. And we're going to get and and we're going to get a, you know, a replay of that again later today as well. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies because we're going medieval on these people. Here's I got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Wednesday, 7 February in the year of our Lord, 2024. Uh, A historic day yesterday, another punch out today. So folks, get ready. Uh, Lace them up high and lace them up tight. 
okay? Because uh, you got to get to the ramparts. Another day that you're not, remember, we do not promise you the best seat in the house. What we promise you is to put you in the ring. And today's uh, Fight Club all day. Yesterday, let's be brutally frank, um, the whip operation under uh, Speaker Johnson has got to get better. That was a not the way to perform. Now, we fought for uh, Israel having to have an offset for the Israel arms uh, bill, but that, e that wasn't even handled properly, I didn't think. But the uh, impeachment by Mayorkas, and if Gallagher's telling the truth, and hey, who knows, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He's telling people, he told Hugh Hewitt this morning, he had been no for a month. Now, we had Marjorie Taylor Greene on here and others. We were very involved with people, others that were working on this. I think they would say that's news to them. So somehow inside the leadership apparatus of Speaker Johnson, and Speaker Johnson's got to understand something. Brother, your last easy day was yesterday. It's only going to get harder from here. And I keep saying, write in your calendar, one March, because... That's got to be the hill you die on. There cannot be another CR. It's obvious now, and you're going to see this debate in the, uh, in the Senate this afternoon. The Senate's going to first off debate, and I think not get to cloture on, on, uh, on the um, invasion authorization bill. Then they're immediately going to flip and try to jam through Ukraine, a clean Ukraine-Israel bill combined, combo platter. So that'll be $60 billion for Ukraine, $70 so $80 billion that we don't have. $80 billion, no offsets coming your way high and tight to jam you up obviously the house has made a commitment no 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 you don't shut down the border we're not even having a discussion on the funding let's be honest about this the next event you look on the event horizon is the shut you know the 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 march 1st deadline and brother let's be blunt with the audience no work has been done on any of the appropriations bills so it is physically impossible to have this sorted by March 1st, what you're going to have to do is force Biden to the table, forcing to the table. You're shutting down the government. There's no more money and giving three items, not H.R. 2. It's that's too big, too big, too much. Force him on three major items that have to happen to shut the border immediately. You don't need all of H.R. 2. And that'll just be an excuse for take months and months and months. Let's rectify this. But Speaker Johnson, and I don't know if it's Gates, I don't know who, I don't know if Stefanik, I don't, somebody's got to get in and help this guy because he's bleeding out. And he's bleeding out now just from the basic mechanics of what you have to do. And as I say, Gallagher told Hugh Hewitt this morning, I told the whip a month ago I was a no. That's just inexcusable then. Now they're going to get Scalise off. I mean, poor Steve Scalise is going through some horrible cancer treatment. They're going to get him back. Of course, the Democrats roll out a guy, uh, the congressman that was uh, on his sickbed, roll him out in his hospital scrubs with not any shoes or socks on. Because you know what? They know how to roll. Got to give a hat tip. They play smash mouth all the time. Well, you got to learn to take a punch. We got to learn to give a punch. This afternoon, another huge firefight on giving your money away to protect the eastern uh, border, Russian-speaking border of Ukraine. Okay, I'm going to start with POSO. POSO, so much to go into, including the, the RNC situation, where Ronald McDaniel may be out, may not be out. Don't remember, folks. It's never over until it's over. 
These things are now like those movies the kids watch. They got five endings. They got an ending, another ending, another ending, these scary movies. So just get your Bill Blaster. Talk to Grace Chung. Get up on the ramparts. Uh, we got to have this is like the Alamo, day two. Poso, um, our colleague, a Tucker, is in uh, Russia. I understand a blockbuster interview with Putin that's going to shock a lot of people. You've been all over this. You see what's happening. The border bill, a, a complete collapse, the end of the old guard in the Senate. As Mitch, McC <laughs> Mitch McConnell and Langford will vote no today, is what I'm told, to, to break cloture. Uh, your assessment of that and, and this Ukraine situation. Well, Steve, it's it's all, as you like to say, it's all intrinsically linked because, of course, Tucker Carlson interviewing uh, with President Putin over in the Kremlin at the same time that a 60 billion dollar addition to these uh, to this Ukrainian uh, failed effort that the U.S. is trying to prop up this failed Zelensky regime that we've seen over there. A, the fact that the United States, remember, it is the United States and NATO and the Western leaders, the collective West, that refused the peace deal in March of 2022. It was their specific reason. Then they came in and said, here was the idea. We're going to bleed out Russia on the killing fields. We are going to bleed them. Well, Steve, we've seen the numbers and we've crunched the data. They aren't the ones bleeding out. It's the American taxpayer who's bleeding out. The American taxpayer, just another 60 billion, bro, that uh, that Biden is going up there begging for last night with his Ukrainian flag on his lapel pin, by the way. Then you've got another situation where they're trying to tie our border, our sacred border of this country and a paltry 20 billion for that to this bill. Of course, it was destined to absolute failure. And it's just what, what you saw in Nevada last night, by the way, the result of Nikki Haley. This is she is the avatar of the Nikki Haley wing of the Uniparty. The Nikki Haley wing is the neocon wing. This is the Mitch McConnell wing. This is the Uniparty wing, the Wall Street Journal wing, the Chamber of Commerce wing, the wing that doesn't care about our border, the wing that wants our borders and our lands to be flooded by an unmitigated horde of what, what they believe are cheap labor, cheap workers to come in across the border, but also turns into a permanent majority of Democrats voting for the left. That's what this is all about. Elon Musk is out there actually talking about this now. Incredibly, I don't think anyone saw that one coming. So you've got a situation where, where Nikki Haley goes down in Nevada, loses to no one, right? Loses to no one, uh, comes in, in third place to, to no one in Nevada, yeah. the bird same brain. way that you see Mitch McConnell bird, bird, bird losing brain. in the Senate. This thing blew yeah. up in a way that you've never seen McConnell lose something before. And it's very simple, ladies and gentlemen, America first is ascendant. We are unplugging from the globalist system. We are making our own diplomacy. Yeah. We're learning more about the world every day and the Americans place in it. The the American people, yes. quite frankly, have risen up. This is brilliant. You're tying, remember, Cash Patel and the guys, and, and for the folks in Nevada, MAGA, America versus Nevada, super hat tip to you. Nikki Haley's team thought they had it. This was why I was going nuts on this. This phony primary was going to give her a headline. NPR wasn't even saying how rigged it was. <laughs> she got blown out, I think, 65-35 by MAGA that said none of the above. The bird brain got 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 blown out. And your point is there's no support for the neoliberal neocon order. Well, because these senators, half of them are neoliberal neocons, 
All of them were quaking in the boots because of your phone calls. This audience, the Charlie Kirk audience, Posos, John Fredericks, Lindell TV, Lou Dobbs. You take all the hammers, all the hardcore, right? All the hardcore America Force first and their followers lit the phone lines up and left these people quaking in the boots. They understand what's happened in this last 72 hours is historic. It has finally become uh, acknowledged by the donor set, because that's the Republican Party in the Senate, or all back these guys, that they don't have the votes. They don't have the support of the people. They'll all be turfed out, right, if they cross folks on this, particularly the sanctity of our, you know, the sovereignty of our southern border and to get the sanctity of our sovereignty back. That border is what's important, n- not Ukraine. Do we have that clip? Uh, we have the clip for Nikki. Okay, let me play. I want to play. The, you talked about just neocon. She's neoliberal neocon Nikki. Look at Nikki Haley. Look at Birdbrain on Sunday afternoon, right before the uh, right before the uh, the bill drop. Let's listen to it. They should not leave D.C. until they get us a border bill. And no, we are not waiting until the general election to do this. And it's irresponsible to say that Congress has to wait until a general election because Trump is worried that he's going to lose. There's a lot of reasons we got to worry Trump's going to lose, but you don't sacrifice national security to do it. Bird brain went all in on the on the border bill before she this saw it. This is what people Poso, need to understand. Your thoughts and observations, it's, it's, Steve. It's it's all intrinsically linked. The same lobbyists, the same donors, the same Wall Street, this this cosmopolitan, rootless, moneyed class that wrote that bill are the same people that are funding Nikki Haley's campaign. We've seen the Democrats, we've seen Reid Hoffman, but again. This isn't even necessarily about them being Democrats. It's because, Steve, money has no country. All right. These people have no patriotism. They have no allegiance to our nation. They have no allegiance to anything other than themselves and their own power. They want to convert our our country, our nation, our sovereign nation into an economic zone. They view the world as economic zones. So the EU is going to be one economic zone. Remember, they called it economic block when they put it all together. Then they want the United States to be an economic zone. And borders, of course, get in the way of these things. Borders are a hard reminder of the countries that they want to be the old system, the old way of thinking. They want to turn the world into multinational corporations only and all of us into mindless zombies that are strapped to our Apple Vision TVs. Well, guess what? God did not create us to spend 80% of our waking time and and consume 80% of of our reality from these false screens and these false illusions. Yeah. Uh, Jack, just hang on for one second. I just want to hold you through the break. I know you got to bounce, but I'll hold you. Did he go there? Rootless Cosmopolitans? Was that Jack Posobiec in the war room? Next. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401 
401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm noodling on the... Um we're going to get input from Benson and all these people uh, to make sure we get these three items because uh, we don't want to have another. This is about the sovereignty of our nation. So we're not going to sit there and say you got to take HR2. We understand that's not going to happen right now, just like we killed this this invasion fiasco bill. Um, but just I can tell you mathematically and physically, we're not physically, we're not going to get to the appropriations bills. The work's not even being done on them. The Senate's not doing it. So you're going to have another thing on March 1st, a stare down. This is we're going to say no more CRs. We're going to shut the government down. But you've got to do the following. Biden, you have to show you have the power. Enforce his hand. You've got the leverage. Force hand. Do the bang, bang, bang. Do that to show the American people you're serious at least about stopping the crisis. Stopping the crisis. And then make that a national conversation. We'll get to that and we'll get input from the Warren Posse. We're also going to get Warren Posse input on the RNC, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, so here's what's happening today. This, of course, the House is over there licking their wounds and trying to figure out what in the hell is going on. And somebody's got to step up. You know, Johnson directionally, I think, has had some good things going. But, man, you got to you got to get the mechanics down. you got to have a talk with your whip operation. Gallagher is either lying or he's truthful. There's nothing in between. He said on Hugh Hewitt this morning, boom, I told these, I whipped this thing a no 30 days ago. People got to find out about that. And then immediately, I don't think you wait till next Tuesday. And I think you stop taking breaks and you start working weekends, okay? Get the, get the, get the uh, DHS, Mallorca's thing back up there. Let's impeach him and move it over to the Senate. Give them something to work on. So they're not taking a two-week break, which I think on Thursday they're gone for two weeks. You know, these jobs are... Incredible. The time off, just like the time off you got. Let me go. This year, so the border thing's done. And remember, we said not one penny to Ukraine until the border's secure. However, border's done, and Schumer's just going to put it in your face. Hakeem Jeffries has just come out and said, time to stop playing games. This is what we need to do. Okay, fine. So you're going to get Ukraine and Israel on a clean bill. That's what they're going to do. Uh, just give me an update from, uh, from Kiev right now in Ukraine. Uh, Harnwell from Rome. Uh, what's the latest on the coup? Because Jack, one thing I only—I don't want to correct you, uh, but I do want to add that the uh, Mersheimer called this years ago. What the elites in the West—Davos, Brussels, NATO, the City of London, Washington D.C., Jake Sullivan, this crowd—they have led the Ukrainian people down the primrose path, and they're fighting this until the last Ukrainian dies. Uh, ben Harnwell, where are we? Morning, Steve. Morning, Possa. Well. Big news today, Steve, with regards to the coup. There is no big news. This is now day nine. Uh, and President Zelensky still hasn't succeeded in sacking his uh, commander-in-chief, General Zelensky, um, whom he has publicly, therefore, no confidence, day, nine days later. Now, I don't know, Steve, but if I were in the middle of a war and I had a recruitment crisis, I don't know how I'd persuade someone to come and fight in this existential battle 
potentially losing life and limb and put themselves under the military command of someone that I had publicly no confidence in such a humiliating fashion. But that's the situation where we are. And as you correctly say, the the, the Americans are indeed, and the Biden administration um, is indeed fighting this war down to the last Ukrainian. Well, something happened yesterday that has uh, potentially opened up for yet more Ukrainian men to be pushed into the meat grinder. And that is the Ukrainian parliament agreed an extra 90 day extension to martial law in Ukraine. This is the 10th time that this has happened since the war began. The reason why this is important, Stephen, is not just um, there are measures in here to increase and widen the mobilization plans of Ukraine, even though to repeat something that we've been saying constantly on the war over the last few days, that neither the military side nor the civilian side actually want to take responsibility for this uh, expansion, the 500,000 draftees that, 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 that would, they will need in order to take this war forward. The, the actual importance of this extension, Steve, is, is more subtle than that, but you, and you won't particularly find it in, in the mainstream media's um, reporting of this fact. But the reason why this is important is that this 90-day extension, unlike the previous ones, cover a very important date in Ukraine. And that's the 31st of March. That was the date in which presidential elections had been, um, were, were due to be held, even yeah. though Zelensky himself had indicated not. Under the Ukrainian constitution, they can't have presidential elections in the middle of martial law. So this is it now. This, is, this has now been formalized. Uh, from the 31st yeah. of March, yeah. Ukraine will be is, a civilian this is, dictatorship. This is, this is because they're fighting for democracy. Real quickly, Victoria Nuland, did she save Zelensky from making a fatal mistake right now while the money's uh, while we're arguing about the money here, not to fire his, not just the military leader, the revered general, but also he's talking about firing four or five other guys. Is that has that it, saved him? Yeah, uh, I, I think it has to. I just mentioned the fact that we now that that from the end of March we're going to have a civilian dictatorship. Had it not been for the fact that the angel of death herself descended on Kiev of Wednesday last week, we'd be very probably looking at Ukraine now under military dictatorship. So those are the two. Those are the two possibilities that the West is all in now. That America is all in. In, in continuing our fight, as you say, for yeah. democracy. Well, it's either supporting a civilian dictatorship or a military dictatorship. And we're going to be watching open mouth, Steve, as Russia has presidential elections this year. I know it. And their banks are thriving, the country's down. Just hang on for one second. Jack Posobiec, the angel of death, Victoria Nuland, did she save Zelensky? Is this now what happened to the United States in uh, in um in uh, Vietnam, we now own it. We own the whole thing. It's, I mean, before we've owned it forever with Boris Johnson, but now we own it. We sent the angel of death over there. What has she been doing? Well, Steve, we we break it, we bought it. A member of Vicki Nolan uh, with her cookie tray over there was down in Maidan Square about 10 years ago, I believe 10 years ago this month, as a matter of fact, over during the initial coup in Kiev. And remember, she was saying, uh, you know, F the EU and I will decide who gets to be in charge. Let me tell you what Vicky Newland is doing right now, because Zeluzhny, incredibly popular uh, leader of the Ukrainian army. This is a guy, by the way, who's been trying to push back against the suicide run, these failed counterstrikes that we've seen in places uh, all along the front with Russia. They're completely dug in. They're using these drones, these kamikaze drones to high effectiveness, uh, which, of course, by the way, the same effectiveness that the Iranian uh, proxies are now using on the U.S. because, again, they've learned how to defeat air de um, NATO air defenses, and they're using that on our own troops. So great job, NATO. Really smart. 
Now what you're seeing is the rise of this individual known as Budinov. And the question being whether or not Budinov will be the one who's put in charge of the military. Zeluzhny, by the way, Zelensky asked him to resign. He asked the head, went to the head of military, said, you need to resign. He refused. He said, I'm not going to resign. You can't get me out. So Zelensky himself is an incredible danger of a military coup right now. This is absolutely precarious for Zelensky's uh, presidency because he could be taken out immediately by a military coup. Zeluzhny throwing himself around. But by the way, this guy, Budinov, the powering of him, this guy is an intel officer's intel officer. He is the CIA's man in Kiev. This is the guy who was behind the Kerch Strait Bridge attack where they straight up murdered, cold-blooded murdered a truck driver to take out this bridge, and it barely even uh, lasted for more than a couple of days. It was like one lane of the bridge, and they killed a bunch of civilians uh, when they did that. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if Budinov was the guy who was behind the Nord Stream 2 plan. And what you're seeing here, right, what you're seeing here is a very similar style operation to Operation Gladio. Operation Gladio 2.0. What do I mean by that? These were the leave-behind networks of the CIA, the, at the time the OSS, working with former nationalists, many of which had joined the Waffen-SS, like, like Bandera, uh, like many of these others that were involved with the original Ukrainian nationalist movement, right sector and others, uh, where you're going to see these backfield attacks, civilian attacks, terror attacks, clandestine operations. That $60 billion, if they shift to a new phase of the war, what they're doing, Steve, is they're not planning for more of these uh, these wide-scale attacks. What they're going to be doing is shifting to an Hold insurgency where they're attacking hang on, civilians. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is this like, this is going to become the new Syria? Is that what you're telling me? It's Syrianization. That's the so plan this is laid out. Syrianization is oh, the policy. God. So take a look at what they've done in Syria, where we've got our troops acting oh as God. the human meat shields for um, for the for the Iranians, for the Iranian proxies, for the Turks to the north, for the Syrian army to sort of the southwest. Uh, what you're going to have then, and they're not. By the way, they're not going to put U.S. troops there. Who are they going to do? They're going to put the poles in because they've got Donald Tusk over there and his new defense minister already saying. And remember, this guy, everything Donald Tusk does is directly operated from Brussels because he's directly operated from Brussels. He's Merkel's deputy. That they are going to have, and basically a Klaus Schwab puppet. That they're already talking about mobilizing Polish troops. What you're going to have is Polish troops move in into Western Europe, Western Ukraine. They're going to say, we're here to stabilize the area. Meanwhile, you're going to have a massive DMZ in the middle of the country. And then you're going to have this guy Budinov using the $60 billion of U.S. taxpayer money to commit these attacks, to commit these provocations, possibly even, and, and it has to be said, possibly even committing attacks in, this is Operation Gladio, committing attacks in Western Ukraine, blaming it on Russia, and trying to use that as more provocation for a wider escalation of NATO operations in Ukraine. And who, and who said that publicly recently? Oh, right, Chuck Schumer. Uh, if Budinov, we got to give a, a tip to Zelensky. If Budinov uh, comes in and says, hey, I got a panel truck to take you and the missus to the airport because the Americans are going to fly to Switzerland, you're recommending that Zelensky maybe not get in that truck? Don't get on the truck, Vladdy. Don't get on the truck. Provide your own transportation, sir. I tell you what, we'll do the RNC some, a little bit later. Uh, I know you got to bounce. Jack Vassova, where do people get you? Right particularly now, too, your Twitter feed is on fire. 
Yeah, yeah Rana, don't get Twitter, in the truck, Ron. Ron, don't get in the truck. Ron, don't get in the truck. Get your own. Get an Uber. Uh, no, Jack Posobiec on Twitter, of course, human events. We're going to have Carrie Lake, yeah. by the way, up later today, 2 p.m., to respond to Kirsten Cinema and Gallego going all in on this borderless bill. Wow, fabulous, Jack. And I think it's good advice. If Tyler Boyer and Charlie pull up with a panel truck, don't get in. Uh, don't get in, Ronald. <laughs> You call an Uber. Or walk, I always get in with Charlie walk. and Tyler. I always get in. <laughs> Tyler gave Boom. me this shirt. We're going to have Matt Schlapp. C- <laughs> C- CPAC next. Harnwell's going to hang around. Question, who protects the troops who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home. That legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged and it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. Use your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, we're going to start streaming at, I think, 1 p.m. Just everybody watch Getter and watch our Rumble feed. We're going to start streaming what happens in the Senate. I think they're going to take care of the, uh, of, the, of the invasion authorization bill first. I don't think we'll get cloture. There may be some speeches on that, so you're going to want to see that. I think they're going to go to immediately. Schedule's not firm. I think they're going to go immediately into this um, to pass a clean Ukraine-Israel uh, bill, which, we're, as you know, we're adamantly opposed to. Numbers 202-224-3121 for the Senate, 202-225-3121 for the House. Or get Bill Blaster, which cuts out all that nonsense about going to a switchboard. Make yourself a player. Totally free. Grace Chung can show you how to use it. Pretty simple. Uh, and it, it gives you operating leverage and a powerful punch. This is one of the reasons that we've been able to melt down uh, these people over the last 72 hours. Of course, you've done it for days and days and weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, as I said, the purpose of the show is not to give you a ringside seat. The purpose of the show and the people that follow the show are people that want to be in the ring, not watching. So you're active participants. You are the protagonist in this drama because you drive the action forward and people react to your action. That's, that's why you're seeing a, what we call the end of the ancient regime over in the Senate. Mitch McConnell is now vulnerable. I believe if there's some courage and they can rally around someone who will say, I'll step into the breach here, you may see the removal of Mitch McConnell. Now, I want to think about that, folks. That will mean within six months we've removed Kevin McCarthy, Ronna McDaniel, and Ronna McDaniel 
it ain't over till it's over. I'll get back to that later. Now Mitch McConnell, the ancient regime of the old Republican Party, the old establishment moneyed interest are being removed. That's why the timing of this CPAC could not be more historic. President Trump has announced he's coming. It's his 14th time. He's setting the record-breaking, the revered Ronald Reagan's record. Matt Schlapp joins us. Matt, we want everybody. Okay, it starts on February. Is it 21st on a Wednesday with some panels with guys, that, all the right-wing leaders and populist leaders from Europe? I think you got Dr. Malone having something. Kicks off formally. The next day, we want, we're going to talk to our group about maybe we do something on Wednesday. We need everybody to get a ticket. Matt Schlapp and Mercedes have just cut the price of the ticket to under 100 bucks, so we'll get everybody there. Matt, i got to tell you, the timing of this CPAC may be the best. I've been going for, I don't know, 14 years since uh, 2008, 2009. It's, uh, it's unbelievable, the timing. The timing couldn't be more important to be in the middle of this drama, sir. Yeah, I can't agree with you more. Um, you know, you had those kind of McModerates, right? And everyone was saying, wow, we have these people uh, running all these institutions. And it is amazing that there's a wholesale change going on in the country. You know, we, you, you, it's, what we lack is leadership, Steve. We need a little leadership. Uh, the conservative movement needs a little better leadership. The Republican Party needs a lot better leadership. Um, we need some people who have the guts to stand up and say it like it is. And what we're seeing around the globe is that start to happen a little bit everywhere. And uh, we're going to make some announcements over the course of the next few days that it's going to shock people a little bit with some world leaders who are going to be coming with a very strong message for America, which is America ran the world because it stood for certain values. And these were Judeo-Christian values. It was about strong families. It was about people being able to start, start uh, companies and hire people and dream, live their dreams. And America got away from that. They got woke. They turned into this European socialist model. We got a scared to speak up uh, as conservatives and people who love the country. And it's going to be foreign leaders and foreign uh, overseas activists that are going to come to the CPAC and remind us all about what really does make America great. I think it's a very important thing. And that starts on Wednesday when we have something like 12 countries coming together around a round table like the old days, we're gonna share best practices to what's working at the grassroots level to really push back on the World Economic Forum and the globalists and these big companies. Uh, that's gonna be a really important day on Wednesday. Uh, that's exciting. What else, talk to us about Thursday, Friday, Saturday. President Trump has already committed to speak. Uh, what else are we gonna do? I know you got, I think you got virtually every meaningful vice presidential candidate coming. Right. I know that they want to make a good showing. Are we going to do a poll? Walk, walk us through the yeah. mechanics of what people are going to look forward well, to. Well, now that if you don't have Trump, none of the above is like the is the top choice to be the nominee, uh, which I think is kind of <laughs> delicious. Uh, so there's no sense asking about, like, are you for Trump or not? Because I think the Republican Party and conservatives and populists have already decided he's he's the guy. And I'm very glad about that, as are you. But the real question, I think it's important, and, and he keeps being asked, is who are you going to pick to be VP? So that's going to be part of our straw poll. Uh, and we're going to hear from almost every one of these guys. Dr. Ben Carson, of course, is just such a great gentleman and a great friend to CPAC. He'll be there. Elise Stefanik, this you know, supercharged uh, House Republican leader uh, from New York. Um, uh, she's antithetical to what's going on in New York. She's going to be there. We're hoping to get Byron Donalds. We're still working with him because he's campaigning so much. 
with President Trump. Vivek Ramaswamy will be there. Um, he gave a very important speech last year at CPAC, and he's going to headline with Bishop Strickland, our, uh, our Reagan dinner. Uh, and, you know, there's, I, I don't know, I, Donald Trump thinks outside the box. There could be some other people he's thinking about. I just uh, talked to your great friend, uh, Senator J.D. Vance. That's another name that comes out a lot. He's going he's gonna to be there. But, uh, but you heard it first, Steve, because that's my big news this morning is Senator J.D. Vance is going to be with us at CPAC. And wow. I think a lot of people would be really happy if Donald Trump picked him to be the vice president. I think it's going to be he's uh, very competitive in this and a great guy and been a great senator. Um, everybody in the audience, go, where are they go right now? Because here's what we need. We need a massive turn of the war in policy. We're going to do a lot of breakout sessions. We're going to do the show live four hours a day. Uh, Matt has worked with uh, uh, Rob and Parker Sig to give us a very special space. So we're not quite as jammed up as we were last year. We're going to make sure everybody's there. We're going to meet and greet everybody. We need yep. a massive turnout because this is kind of the organizing uh, meeting we're going to have. Obviously, it's going to take place a few days before the RNC meeting. Another RNC, I think, meeting is going to happen after. Uh, in fact, it looks like it may happen in the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or shortly thereafter, um, South Carolina, which is it's so interesting. You're doing this on the day and the big day Saturday. One of the big days is the day of the South Carolina primary. So it's all coming together, and we want as many Warren Posse members to show up. Everybody last year, if you get in the live chats, I think had a great time. Uh, we're bringing everybody. All of our team is going to be there. We're going to be making huge announcements about film projects, about books, uh, maybe additional podcasts, all of it. So you guys want to be there. Where do they go, Matt, right now? Because I really appreciate the fact you and Mercedes have cut the price here I think yeah. from two ninety five down to under a hundred bucks, which I think right. is what we need in a in a year that we got to we got to take the White House. So where do people? I'm go? pretty cheap, Steve. That's very hard for me to do to sell anything at a cut rate. But uh, our belief is is that the elites have failed us, our leaders have failed us. So why don't we give the grassroots a chance to take back this country? So it's very important. I personally feel because I live around the nation's capital, I personally feel like I can understand why so many people moved and left it. And as I wrote. Black Lives Matter on 16th Avenue and all the terrible crime and carjackings we're seeing. But the fact is, it's our capital, too, and we got to reclaim it. So go to CPAC.org. Uh, we have uh, all different options for you to pick for tickets. Do whatever you're comfortable with. Come hang out with us. You know, Steve's talking about where the war room and, and uh, RAV will be at CPAC. But the truth is, he stole my booth. He's taking my booth, and it's actually our honor to give it to the war room because, uh, I don't know, you're— when I'm at my booth, your booth has more people, so I guess I just got to give in to the market and let you have a better <laughs> no, spot. And, uh, and no. let's, let's bring this thing home because I think it's critical. The reason why CPAC has always been effective is because it's not just people talking at you. It's the getting the crowd into understanding that they can save the country. Yeah. And this year, that's more important than ever before. A couple of thousand more activists yeah. here and there are going to save this country. No, about having it in D.C., it has to because, look, we're, we're going to win in November. This we is are. what CPAC's going to help us get organized about. And listen, Trump's going to be back in, in January 2025. Everybody's got to return. We've got to return. I mean, one of the th reasons it's made it so tough to do the show there the last couple of years is really it's been empty. I mean, right. D.C.'s empty of really conservatives. It's definitely empty of MAGA. Uh, the, town, the city has just gone to, to hell in a handbasket because how it's being run, crime everywhere, et cetera. But— that's where you're out at National Harbor. Uh, it's the Gaylord's fantastic uh, event site. We're going to have so much going on there. 
uh, folks that uh, you're going to get kick out. And we'll be putting out with Grace and Mo what's going to be happening. But we get to meet everybody, and it's cut. The the price is fantastic. And uh, we're going to have a ton of new initiatives. And what I like is you got speakers on the main stage. You're also going to have amazing panels That's on the right. main stage. There'll be a lot of the war room kind of contributors up there. They're also, we're going to be doing workshops. It's the time to come. And here's one thing. You're going to have a blast. We're going to put right. on a party. You know, there's going to be a lot of get-togethers, a lot of time to socialize and network. So really go. One more time, Matt. Where do they go? What's the website? Where do they go? Go to cpac.org. Uh, and you'll see all the options. Um, and, and go to our Twitter feed and our Truth feed, um, Instagram, wherever you guys like to go, and you can see all the great speakers that we have. We really do. Steve, you helped us think through uh, trying to be creative with some of our speakers, and um, we've got a great group of speakers. You know, at CPAC, it's not just a bunch of speeches because that gets a little bit old, uh, but speeches are important from the right people, but it's also the conversations you guys you, you, we don't learn too much uh, when we open up newspapers and turn on our TV or flip on our computer anymore. It's very rare where you can learn. And CPAC is a place where we want you to learn and then figure out what you can do immediately to make a difference. And I think whether it's this, as you call it, the invasion bill um, or this conversation about how they want to lie about Ukraine aid or whatever the latest lies coming out of Congress are, all we care about oh. at CPAC is stopping all that <laughs> bad stuff and starting to, starting to have some yeah. good stuff. Yeah, look, 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 the timing's perfect. You're going to have the South Carolina primary, and then a couple yep. of days after CPAC, we're going to have the fight over the CR, and I think forcing Biden to come to the table and actually try, actually forcing him to take two or three direct actions to That's stop right. the invasion. So I think it couldn't be better. Hey, be Steve, let me tell you. All the important people coming. Let me tell you something else. Sure. On, on Saturday night, you know, I don't know if your posse goes to celebrations, but I think the South Carolina primary is going to be a great celebration night uh, for Donald Trump and uh, the conservative cause. And so we're going to end CPAC for the very first time. We're going to have a great speech. When you hear who the closer is, you're, you're going to, everyone's going to love it. But then we're going to all go into a big ballroom and we're all going to watch the returns from South Carolina together. So if you can't be in South Carolina, the second best thing is be with us at CPAC while we bring this nomination home to Donald Trump and get about this general election fight to take back our country. Amazing. And yes, I think the war room uh, will convene to have a, a adult beverage or two. Yeah, I think it'll Although be Although I just drink Warpath coffee, but that's... <laughs> Look forward to it, Matt. Excited. Excited. All right. Thank you, Steve. We look forward Great to having stuff. you there. Matt Schlapp, Mercedes, Mercedes, Mercedes Schlapp, CPAC 2024. Uh, Grace Chung and Mo, if you can get it out in the chat room... Um, we want to make sure uh, that happens. I got Harnwell. Ben's going to hang with me for a minute. I want to talk to Ben about we're going to, there are a lot of the uh, populist nationalists from Europe are going to come over. I think we're going to try to host a dinner for that after, after the roundtable. RNC, it's never, it ain't over till it's over. The New York Times is reporting Ron is gone or going to be gone right after South Carolina. They're talking about some potential people that are doing it. One thing that we're going to set up, and I'll get this more formalized tomorrow is to get the Warren Posse actively engaged. I think we'll get John Fredericks and Charlie Kirkshaw and Poso and uh, Mike Lindell's TV network, maybe Lou Dobbs, and we're going to get input, direct input from the audience uh, to, give us, uh, to give us what are the two or three things they think the RNC needs to do immediately. We're going to put together an action plan and be able to turn that over, and we'll figure it out who we're going to turn it over to. Uh, but there's a lot going on on this RNC situation. Remember, it ain't over till it's over. As we've taken kind of a hard line, you know, Ron, it can't be layered. It's, there's a cancer in the middle of that. It's gotta be purged. You gotta get down to our friends that got it. We first of all, we gotta see 
a lot of money came in. Like, where'd it go? Where's the money? And then what's the real funder? How are you going to really raise money going forward? No one should give these people a penny until there's actual clarity about how we get out of this mess because we need a robust RNC to assist and augment President Trump's operation as we storm to take Vienna. Next in the war room. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. TaxUSA Network has brilliant war room-type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call one 800 245 6000. That's 1 800 245 6000 and visit Tax Network USA. That's tnusa.com slash Bannon. tnusa.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Um, we're going to have a lot more to say about the RNC. Let's, let's get our thoughts together, okay? Because I want to make sure that we're having a direct conversation with the posse and all the other John Frederick's radio network and the Charlie Kirk show and POSO and everybody, right? The Real America's Voice crowd, uh, the Lindell TV, Mike Lindell, Lou Dobbs, all of it. Um, so we'll, we'll get into that. But, you know, the New York Times is reporting she's going to step down. But like I say, it ain't over till it's over. When President Trump says something like that, uh, that means it's going to happen. It's in the execution often that, uh, you know, maybe it's not perfectly executed. We assume it's going to be this time. But uh, this audience is going to have a lot of input on that. Uh, like I've said, if any of these people who think they're going to come in have any blessing of Ronna McDaniel or have worked with Ronna before, it's not acceptable. Not acceptable. She has to, and it can't be layered. She has to leave, and then there has to be uh, forensic audits. You have to get in there. All the consultants got to get blown out. It's got to be a purge of that building uh, immediately. And then you've got to regroup fast for get out the vote and for voter integrity. The one thing I get asked all the time is, how do we know if we put all this effort, ring all these doorbells, give you 50 bucks a month, <clears throat> work the phones, do everything humanly possible, 
inside the guardrails. We do that. How are we going to ensure they're not going to steal our vote? And people, the RNC's got to lead that effort uh, for President Trump. President Trump's got enough on his plate. If you haven't noticed, another historic, you know, the immunity thing yesterday with the uh, with the appellate court. He's got a massive Supreme Court hearing on Thursday. President Trump's got enough on his plate. Why don't we? Here's why don't we do the following? Why don't we take uh, some things off his plate and make it other people's responsibility and and make them hold fast? Now there is. There are some very talented people at the state level. I think that's where people should be looking, at state party chairmen. There's some very talented people. And uh, we'll be discussing that in more depth as we go forward here quickly. I mean, the next day or two to make sure everybody gets organized. Um, but like I said, it's never over until it's over. You see that in the Senate today. Peter Navarro, I brought you on here. You have an amazing piece in the Washington Times. And people got to understand, uh, Navarro just wasn't the trade czar for Trump and about TN Lighthouse on the tariffs. And they worked on the deal if it had been accepted by the Chinese two years of negotiation in May of 2019, the world would be a place of peace. Right yeah. Now. But yeah. the Chinese Communist Party, the Chinese Communist Party tore that up and threw it back in your face after two years of negotiation because they kind of figured, yeah, I don't think we want to kowtow to the Americans. We don't become part of their system. And maybe that bioweapon we're working on. We'll kind of even things out. But that's for a later discussion. But people don't know your role, your massive role on President Trump securing the southern border. Because once again, economics came into place, and particularly tariffs. And you were the guy that thought it through. Now, my question, first off, give me a two-minute summary of your editorial in the Washington Times. And then i got to ask you a question about going forward what's going to happen on March 1st. So tell me what – give us a quick summation of this amazing piece you've got in the Times. Well, thanks, Steve. The um, the thesis basically is the best solution is <laughs> just close the damn border and uh, deport all of the 8 million people uh, that have come into this country since the Biden regime opened, opened the floodgates. And um, the problem with the Senate bill, which I think everybody's figured out by now, is it's not uh, a border security bill. It's an asylum bill. I mean, it, it basically would institutionalize um, a number of illegal aliens that is about the size of the populations of North and South Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, Rhode Island, and one or two other of the U.S. states. I mean, the the scale and scope of, of the invasion, which is exactly what it is. Um, and the peace is important because it once again documents how President Trump, with a literally a single stroke of the pen, was able to solve the border issue uh, for the large part virtually overnight. And what, with well, the way it transpires in the Oval, is is he's just had it up to here with all of the Obama judges uh, getting in his way and institutionalizing catch and release and this, that, and the other thing, stopping his wall. By the way, the picture here, I'm not in jail yet. This is uh, the border wall, and just off screen is is uh, is the boss. But, um, you know, it's like uh, what he did was he goes, can we put tariffs on Mexico to force them to put troops to the border and give us what's important, the safe third nation. Safe third nation means that the illegals can't cross the border. They stay on the Mexican side. And I was there and Pat Cipollone, the White House legal counsel, we were looking at each other. They said, yeah, you can do that. National security, of course. Pat said, yeah, you can do that. 
He says, okay, let's do it. He did it. Um, CNN, MSNBC heads were exploding for 24 hours. But sure enough, Mexicans came in with troops, signed a safe third. And, and the best part was parlayed it into similar agreements with the Northern Triangle, El Salvador, Guatemala, um, Honduras. And, and those four countries basically are the ones where uh, 60 percent of the, of the illegals come from and then the rest of them transit through for the most part. So with a stroke of the man, he did it. Of course, one of the first things Biden did uh, when he took office um, recklessly, thoughtlessly, or perhaps by intent, was just get yeah. rid of those. And, by intent? And, what do you mean? What do you, whoa, 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 stop. Ho, ho, what do you mean thoughtlessly? Or there's 100 percent intent. <laughs> hundred percent intent. This hey, is hey, allow me to be a little tongue-in-cheek, don't, don't, Steve. Don't, don't, hey, hey, no, are you no, so no, no, friggin' serious this no, day you don't we, get the joke? We, we don't. The posse <laughs> gets it. The posse's lighting up going, Bannon, we, we, get the joke. Navarro's, Navarro's doing a little little uh, tongue-in-cheek here. Don't, hold, hang on. <laughs> hang, hang on. We got a heart. Hold it. We got a heart out. I'm going to hold you over All to right. the top of the next hour. Yes. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Yes, sir. I knew Navarro had to get I knew Navarro was going to have to get something about his prison stint in there. I knew he was going to do the wall, but said, hey, those are not my prison bars, right? Just kidding. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. It's only going to be 90 seconds. I've got uh, Peter Navarro. Jim Rickards is also going to join us, talk about geopolitics and the economy. Uh, Raheem Kassam will be with us also. I've got a lot more to say about the RNC. We're going to get into all this. A huge day today. We're going to be streaming the Senate at 1 o'clock. Uh, I'll be in and out of there and then back five, live at 5 to 7. Charlie Kirk will obviously follow us. You can watch it there too. So a lot going on today. Another day to get Bill Blaster, another day to get up to the ramparts. Remember, it's turbulent. You can tell in Washington, D.C., this is a fourth turning. The institutions are collapsing around you. When that happens, you need a still point in a turning world. That could be precious metals. Go to Birch Gold right now. Uh, promo code Bannon. Talk to Philip Patrick and the team about gold as a hedge. It's only been a hedge for 5,000 years. Check out why. Ask the question. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Short commercial break, 90 seconds. Dr. Peter Navarro. Jim Rickards, next. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. 
WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.